Welcome to Policing in the Digital Age, uh, the platform where we engage in critical conversations with top-tier law enforcement leaders. I'm Dylan Roshan, your host, and together we'll explore the challenges facing our communities and the visionary solutions from those leading the charge. Uh, today we got Mike Derrick uh, coming with from Camrose County. Uh, Mike's got 14 years in law enforcement, uh, including the last five with Camrose County uh, Peace Officers. So, Mike, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Perfect. Um, can you first give us a bit of your background, kind of tell us where you've been, what, what kind of uh, policing you've been a part of? Well, um, back in 2009, I was posted from a depot with the RCMP to uh, Panoka Traffic. So I did uh, a little over two years with Panoka Traffic. And then I migrated to um, general duty from from that. So it's essentially two posts in in one area. And uh, yeah, for the next six years I was uh, in general duty, and then I uh, came out to uh, Camrose. Uh, that was still with the RCMP, and then uh, um, yeah, I was here in Camrose for quite a while, um, three years, and then. Uh, they were talking posting again, and uh, I wasn't ready to go where they wanted to send me, so I uh, patched over to Camrose County. That's so fantastic. I've been here ever since. Next next five years, here we are. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, thanks thanks a lot for your service. We really appreciate it. Um, Thank you. Yeah. So let's get right into the questions that we have here. Um, so, what are the primary challenges okay. that law enforcement faces today and how have they evolved over the years? Oh, well, it's that, that's a big first question because that goes from everything from, from interacting with the public to just information gathering and storage and sharing and, and all that. Uh, we've gone from, well, as you well know, we're right into the digital age. So we've gone from uh, paper everything, paper files, paper notebooks, to, to now we're all digital, you know. Um, paper, uh, your paper files are essentially just a backup and very little are there, or rarely are they referred to now. And uh, yeah, everything you, you go on your, your, your regular RMS file. Fair enough. So service that's, and that's that's what you're dealing with with your files yeah, um, and that's been in your last nine years sorry, go of, on. or sorry or that's been in the last 14 years of your policing career now um with that being such a big scope of uh, progress if you want to put it that way in the last 14 years <clears throat> how much farther do you think it's going to go in the next 14 Oh, geez, uh, that's hard to say. Just the innovation is just happening so fast. And now with uh, AI at the fore forefront knocking at the door here, it's uh, it's almost like your your files might almost write themselves. You just have to dictate and tell tell it what you did and where where you went, and you might not even have to tell tell it where it went. Right? It might track you via GPS and all that would be recorded for you with the AI. Who knows? We, we've gone from 
uh, dealing with photocopies and faxes to now everything's over email and uh, digital notebooks and um, you know e-ticketing now and so even with that information sharing so say with smart squad i can see when a person receives a ticket in red deer they're sharing their information so i scan their uh, driver's license and uh, I get a notification that they've already received a citation or a warning and I can look at that and see what date and what it was for. I mean, it's nice. forever involving. <laughs> so do you so, feel that these are, do you feel that these are positive changes for law enforcement? Um, is it causing any, any uh, concerns for you as a law enforcement officer? Well, the, the biggest concern is making sure it works. Mm -hmm. And so nowadays, um, everything's evolved to 5G. Um, so our networks within our cars, and I, I know we've had a few hiccups here in Camrose uh, with that because some of the equipment in the vehicles are not 5G compatible. So as the technology evolves and gets better, um, you also have to maintain that hardware as well. Because if it's not compatible, then then what good is it? You know? So is that one of the struggles that you're seeing as technology is advancing, that it's more uh, cost prohibitive? Uh, is that one of the big concerns for you guys? Well, uh, cost for hardware too, but as things are going more uh, to the internet and services, those costs are kind of mitigating themselves, right? So mm -hmm. where you continuously had to evolve your hardware, um, the software is now is, is patching itself. Mm -hmm. and, and so as it gets better, then uh, you're, you're paying that, that same price, but it's, it's just in a different way. Mm -hmm. Okay. And now you had mentioned um, a smart squad. Um, and, mm -hmm. So is there any other, uh, you can tell me a little bit about smart squad and how you guys are using that in your agency as a technology or any other technologies that you guys are using that kind of combats some of these uh, problems that you're running into within the law enforcement? Yeah, well, we, um, we're using smart squad for e-ticketing system. And uh, I, personally use it as the as a digital notebook as well. I know my my coworkers, they still use the paper notebooks and, and stuff and that's fine. I've chose uh, God, I think I can't remember the last time I used a paper notebook. I think it was I believe it was August of 2001. I was still in the Smart Squad training environment and I migrated over to uh, a digital book. I find it it's much more efficient. It's easy to use. Uh, cold weather, I don't have to worry about a pen freezing. Um, nighttime, the screen lights up, I can just type my note. I don't have to worry about juggling a notebook and a flashlight in one hand and writing with the other and trying to keep that notebook in the light. I just pull it out and in cold weather. Holding, I, that, um, holding that dirty flashlight in your mouth that you've, you know. That's right. Been touching or sticking with your it under clothes. your arm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Yep. But um, it, it's nice in the sense, too, is uh, with Smart Squad, you have the option of doing it either on your computer and laptop in the car or using the mobile app. 
I, I personally prefer the mobile app. Um, my coworkers uh, use the laptop app and they're happy with that. It works the, for them. But, you know, in certain situations where you just need that third hand, you, you hit the microphone button and you just start dictating. And then nice. it puts, puts the note in for you and, and then uh, you use it from that. I've, I've taken it one, one step further as well. Um, I, I'm not sure if you're familiar with uh, SEPTED. No, Which I'm not. SEPTED's uh, crime prevention through environmental design. So um, I've done this course to, in Edmonton, and just the way the digital notebook and Smart Squad um, can make a notation to a picture. When I do my SEPTED inspections, I, I utilize that notebook to put together the presentation. For, for that client. So I go in and inspect their property, their house. I make pictures and notes to the pictures on how they can improve their, their property through the environmental design. And all that's done through the Smart Squad app um, by tagging a picture to the notebook. And then in the end, I print it out and I do a cover page on a Word document. And that's that's my, my presentation to them. And it's all just using a uh, the e-ticketing uh, platform, but just in a different way. So the evolution of that technology can be utilized in, in other aspects. Yeah, that's fantastic to be able yeah. to take something that was designed one way and be able to broaden it yeah. to, to be able to utilize it for how you guys are functioning. Yeah. Um, well, and as, you, I, as you know, I go and I push every single button so I know what, <laughs> what does what and I yeah. just find different applications for it so nice so now with with this technology are you finding that it's creating a, a better accountability with the public or better public relations at all um, just with being able to uh, provide that information in the septed um, presentations well absolutely because uh, when when uh, the public calls us to come in inspect their property and they're looking for different resolutions on, on how to protect their property. It's always good to have a, well, you know, the old saying, a picture says a thousand words, right? So I can explain to them till I'm blue in the face what, uh, what I'm trying to get across to them, but by just showing them a picture of it with uh, um, a detailed message on, on the bottom, hey, change, change your, your phosphorus lighting to an LED lighting, uh, bright white, and explain why, it's it's right there in their hand. They could see, okay, this light is emitting um, an orangey color. So under that lighting, yellows, whites, grays, they all look the same. But explaining that um, an LED light would therefore define the color they can see that right in their picture, if, especially if something is provided or parked right underneath that is that color. They'd be like, hey, yeah, you're right. Yeah. All these colors would look the same under it. So that's fantastic. Um, so, uh, so you're saying that the public kind of can see that and they can benefit from this technology that you guys as an agency have invested in. Yep, absolutely. And then on the other side uh, where... Um, where somebody's been charged with something and now uh, through the court system, we're doing an electronic disclosure. We just 
download anything we have from that app and we can upload it into the, the court system and they have it real time. They see what we see. And so for transparency, they can't say we're hiding anything um, because the, the notes or the copy of the note that they get is exactly what I have. You know, nice. It's, and it's so not, now you different change or not two different uh, documents. Yeah. So now you and I both know that in law enforcement, uh, security is one of the biggest issues. And so you mentioned bringing these documents to court and stuff. Are, are you finding that with the digital technologies you, you've implemented, are you finding that they've improved security over the paper way of doing things or are they struggling to keep up with the security side of things? Well, I haven't had any issues or, or um, uh, with security or anything um, trying to anyone trying to say that this document's been altered or um, been in, uh, tampered in any way. Um, I I'm not 100% sure, but I believe Smart Squad also puts a digital fingerprint on, uh, on their stuff. So I, I recall from the, like I was talking about before, the SEPTED presentation, when uh, I print out the, the picture, there's a, a coded fingerprint uh, at the bottom there. So um, it, it's there for a reason. I don't fully understand um, the digital fingerprint, but that's, that's not, not for me to worry about, I guess. Uh, that's for the, the higher powers, but... Uh, uh, at least I, it's reassuring to know that it's there. It has a purpose uh, in its design and, it, and it's there and you can see that it's there. Nice. And so now you, you've talked about using these documents in court as well. Now, is there a collaboration with the court systems or the provincial systems that are in place uh, with the technology? Are they kind of communicating together or is there uh, any issues with that? Well, I, I think... As, as things go by, um, there'll be more open to those systems. So uh, right now, I think APIS is in its infancy. It's, I, I think it's about a year old, um, but they're, they're making steady progress on that. Just uh, earlier this year, they've uh, started with the um, virtual trials for the ATE enforcement. And uh, as they work the bugs out of that, then that'll trickle down to the rest of us. But as far as um, what we're using here in Camrose, uh, the APIS system is for the e-disclosure. And I find we're having less uh, trials go ahead because those people can, can get their disclosure package fast, much faster. They can see everything that's going to be presented in court, and then they're, they're able to make their determination whether or not they want to continue uh, to trial uh, or, or just uh, resolve it with the Crown. So I find there's more of that happening because of this digital technology that we can uh, upload. So you mentioned a couple of things. First of all, the APIS um, and ATE. Can you just explain what those are to our listeners who uh, who aren't familiar with these products? Well, ATE is automatic traffic enforcement. So that would be your photo radar um, vans and, and tickets or any of the um, traffic light um, cameras and, and speed systems. 
Um, APIS, I'm trying to remember what APIS stands for, but it's uh, essentially our court disclosure um, process. So I, once you uh, have a, a ticket that you wish to dispute in court, it uh, transfers into the APIS system. We get a notification that you've requested disclosure, and then we, we put all our documents together and we upload them um, into the APIS system. You get a notification as soon as it's uh, uploaded, and then you can see what's going to be presented in court. Everything from the prosecutor's information sheet to the tuning fork certificates, the um, in-car video all gets uploaded, any um, registration cer certificates that uh, need to prove our, our point. Um, the, all You get to see that real time uh, as soon as Crown gets it. There's no, there's no hiding it, it's, it's uploaded. Everything's there for the individual to uh, proceed with. That's perfect. So the APIS system is a provincial system. So obviously the provincial government is uh, getting on board with the digital technologies. And so with Smart Squad and with APIS working together kind of hand in hand, we're, we're able to provide the public with a better product. Is that what you're kind of saying there? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Awesome. And, and so now, in, in, go ahead. in time, uh, as I mentioned, the um, the virtual trial trials, as, as that rolls out and becomes more commonplace, then um, that's going to make it easier for for the clients as well, if they wish to have somebody uh, uh, speak to their ticket, they won't have to tra travel all the way. Like they could be hours away. Uh, they won't have to travel all the way into the Camrose area just to attend court for a $120 ticket. Uh, they can show up virtually and, and uh, dispute their ticket uh, real time. That's fantastic. So um, now with this technology, I'm assuming that your analytics and uh, ability to pull data from the systems is much easier than it used to be if you're hand counting tickets with tally marks or, or what have you. Uh, I'm guessing that you're able to see this data a lot better. Is that, is that the case? Absolutely. Yeah, we can at any time we can go in and uh, run numbers between certain dates and see how we're performing and that... Um, that gets used in our performance evaluations here in cameras because um, they they can go in and they can see uh, whether or not we're out there just sitting on the side of the road. They can see where we are uh, real time. Uh, the mapping feature on Smart Squad follows us around, and uh, yeah, they can see how what we're what we're writing, when we're writing it, um, our notes. Um, so if we make an error, the supervisor can catch it real time before it gets uh, uploaded into the court system. And then uh, we don't change. If we make an error in our, uh, on our system, we just make an addition to that note that uh, an error was spotted. It should read this. And that's how we make our correction. The system doesn't allow us to go in and change anything. It's once it's that ticket's printed, it's hard copied in there, and that's that's the way it's going to be. Nice. So it's not only making your lives as a frontline officer uh, more efficient and uh, 
even safer. Uh, it's it's also helping your administration staff, the supervisors on the back end, to be able to gather that data and be able to see what's happening in their agency. Uh, now you mentioned that it it kind of follows you around on the map. Um, is that data useful to you guys as an agency? Um, well, mapping features, that's kind of a, a thing we're working on right now here in Camrose because we currently use a system called CAMS for our GPS tracking and all that. Um, but can, And CAMS has um, buttons on the bottom where we can go 1011 with a vehicle and, and we can just type in the information or we can use our radio system. This is uh, cameras is rural policing, so uh, our radios are spotty sometimes, and we don't have uh, connection. So then we can use the cam system. We go in and uh, we communicate with dispatch uh, via in, uh, via a series of buttons. But that sounds like it's coming to an end, right? Uh, so looking for a replacement um and this is why the other day when we were on the phone i was asking about the refresh rate of smart squad is because yeah. if if we're stopping the vehicle we can't wait five minutes yeah. for for our location to update and one of our systems that we use titan gps is uh when we use the web um, service from them it's i can be in a whole different village by the time we uh, get there and, and, and that it updates. Um, there seems to be a lag between the, the mobile version and the laptop version um, on, on using the smart squad one, but it is um, very minimal. It's, it's workable. Um, using the laptop, window, the Windows mapping feature updates real time but the challenge is in rural policing, you know, a range road and township road, they're quite spaced out. Um, yeah. So to know that I'm north of a certain road, by the time I zoom out to see whether or not I'm closer to a south part of the road or a north part of the road, now the title of that road is no longer readable. So mm. that seems to be the ongoing challenge or, or our two big ongoing challenges is not only the refresh rate, of it, but being able to zoom out so we can see what the closest road is. And uh, as technology evolves, hopefully we find something <laughs> that that works, right? Because some systems you can you can change the the size of that uh, road title, but uh, yeah. we haven't. We're, we're still in the, this is just new within the last week and a half. So okay. this is just something we're, we're looking, looking to go with, but um, yeah, it's, that is one of the safety concerns is you need to know where you're at. You need to be able to radio dispatch and uh, let them know where you're at. Yeah. And, uh, and then again, the efficiency of the system, you, you, don't want your head buried down, right? You still want to be able to utilize the systems that you need to do, but still keep a lookout of in the of what's going on around you. So for sure, for sure. Okay, well, uh, we're just about out of time here. 
Um, just wanted to uh, sum up anything that you would have uh, or any other uh, things that you'd like to say about technology and policing and where it's going or um, like you noted that the GPS obviously has some some room for improvement within the technology um, technologies that you're using within your agency, which is an officer safety issue, which is a, a big deal in our world is to make sure that these officers on the streets are safe as can be. Um, is there anything else well, you'd like to add to that? Well, uh, that, that's it. The, these technologies are ever evolving. They're, they're getting uh, very efficient. And which is great because that also uh, implies the safety. When we're stopped on the side of a highway, the faster you can clear out of there, it, it all leads into the safety. So it's better not only for the officer, but also the person you're stopping too. Because if uh, somebody gets sideswiped, chances are both vehicles are being hit. Yeah. So um, I know with Smart Squad, I've timed it many times. Uh, you can, I can stop, get a person's documents, write the ticket, do my notes, and be clear out of there in six minutes. So I've, wow. I've timed that many times. It's uh, it's a very efficient system, and it, it, that helps with the safety because you're in and out, you're done, and, and you're moved off the road uh, very quickly. That's fantastic. Don't give that bad guy enough time to go grab a gun or make an idea or plan in his head what to do. That's right. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. And so uh, as technology evolves and, and plate scanners become available, AI um, and uh, say with roads, which is the registry's online uh, uh, access data system, um, roads is where everybody gets their information. It's through registries. So as gateways in, open up and um, these vendors can access that information, who knows, maybe in the future, all we have to do is type in a, uh, a um, driver's license number and all the information pre-fills for us. That would make things even faster. That would be fantastic. Yeah, try to make your guys' lives as easy as we can uh, through technology. Yep. And, and use leverage technology to help the police rather than just uh, make them falling behind in, in um, being able to utilize that. That's right. Yeah, we have to keep up. And uh, yeah. and uh, some of some of these uh, older officers, they're they're they struggle with learning the technology. But you know, guys like me that are very tech savvy, I help them out where I can and. Uh, you know, going forward, we'll, we all work together um, and and we get it done. Awesome. Awesome. Well, w thank you again, Mike, for all the work you do out there. Uh, we thank you for your, your years of service and your continuing service here. Uh, we wish you the best of luck and make sure you stay safe out there on those roads, especially in this, uh, what is it today, minus 30 degree weather up in yeah, your neck of the woods. Yeah, minus 30 Celsius. Today. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, so yeah, awesome. it's been right. fun. Hope you have me back sometime. Awesome. Will do. Thanks, Mike. All right. Thank you.